to the ether today is monday november 14th 2022 today on the ether the metagloria and miata marketplace launch hosted by lunk dow classy crypto and happy caddy crypto let's take a listen okay cool um is it is it karina by the way yes for metagloria okay cool uh, yeah yeah I'll, I'll i'll start then i think it's maybe best just to give a an overview right from the very beginning. So I would love to hear more. Um, we obviously know who you are. Everyone has seen Metagloria now. We've seen the NFTs. Um, we've seen a lot of the video previews and how good it looks and the upcoming game and everything else. But I think for people who are brand new and don't really know too much about you, um, we would love to know more about you and your origin story. Like, um, when did the Metagloria team start working together? Were you building before the lunar crash in May? Um, I, I'm curious, like, when did it all start? Uh, actually, uh, we started building an NFT collection, uh, first of all, on another chain, but uh, both me and uh, co-founder of the project, uh, we were holders of Luna before crash. And uh, we were um, in the center of all the situation. And uh, when this happened, we uh, felt that uh, we actually can bring something to this chain and uh, can help it in some way to develop and to raise after all that happened. So uh, it's for me uh, not only about a business project, but uh, also most of all about uh, reviving the chain because uh, it is important for us also. Uh, I know how uh, people felt uh, after the crash and I completely understand their uh, their situation. I completely understand that uh, many people uh, lose money on uh, everything that happens. And, uh, and um, I think that uh, we now um, don't need to give up and uh, we need to... Uh, to unite and to uh, try to develop in all possible ways. That's the main idea. Yeah, yeah. Sounds very similar to us, actually. Because um, we, I think, how, you were very, very early, I remember, even in the early days, um, hearing your name. Like, how early was it that you decided to, to build on Lunk? I, I think it was very, very early, because I think you were the first ever project. I think Happy Catty, I think you, you were involved as well right at the start. Um, but yeah, like how, how early was it that you decided to, to build on Lunk? Uh, it was about uh, two or three weeks after the crash and uh, we completely changed our white paper. Uh, we, uh, we spent these weeks uh, to overthinking all our projects and uh, trying to find a solution how we can implement our project on Lunk. So uh, two or three weeks and uh, we put a proposal on Agora and everything started there. Yeah, very cool. Um, so now, now, like I'm thinking about the future. I mean, I've seen the the footage from your upcoming game, um, but the the more immediate thing is that you've launched the NFT marketplace. Um, how do you pronounce that? Is it Maita? Maita. <laughs> um, uh, in my language, it's uh, Miata, so uh, closer to uh, Miata, I think. In Miata, um, like meow. Yeah. Uh, the idea is, um, in my language, uh, miata is uh, the same as uh, in English uh, mint, like uh, mint, like a plant. So uh, it's uh, similar words in English, uh, a plant and the process of minting an NFT. So uh, that's why uh, we call the marketplace like this, actually. Yeah, so... so I guess, firstly, why did you decide to to build your own marketplace and your own launchpad? Um, 
was it the fact that the other marketplaces available were kind of um, stopped working? I guess when they did all the, you know, the the chain crashed, a lot of things stopped working. I know there was Talis and a few other things working, um, but then I guess many of the teams um, migrated to maybe Luna Two, or they stopped updating it, or the maybe the burn tax broke it, or something like that. I, I'm curious, like, what was your why did you decide to to build your own marketplace? Like, what are the what are the advantages of doing so? Mm, uh, when we firstly uh, launched our collection, we uh, spent some time to uh, to find the best marketplace for launch, and I noticed that uh, you know, this is actually a free niche uh, among um, all uh, Lang ecosystem right now because uh, it is really difficult for a new NFT project to launch its own collection because sometimes uh, uh, there are uh, too high fees and uh, sometimes uh, some features uh, doesn't work properly uh, especially I noticed the issue when we launched our first collection um, our users were unable to mean their NFTs using smartphone and it is really a huge issue currently uh, so uh, we tried to implement a new product that will help other projects to launch on LUNC currently because uh, mm, you know better than me I think that uh, the the best uh, for the um, further development of the ecosystem is a new project that uh, attracts more people uh, that uh, develop the chain that provide new utilities that uh, provide new um, interesting ideas and so on so uh, we just try to uh, provide a solution for these projects to launch uh, to do it in the best possible way yeah for sure i also think it's you know even if a another marketplace works now there's no guarantee that when the chain is upgraded in future that the the team will actually um fix the marketplace as well so i think it's i think it's really good to have teams who are engaged and actually building um on lunacy as well because then like there's a direct incentive for you to upgrade the marketplace as well to follow all of the changes to make sure everything works like you're you're actually invested and interested it's not just something left behind from the past um, it, it's something you're actually using and working with, which I think is great. Um, let me think. Yeah, um, actually, maybe give the uh, let um, happy caddy you here. I am indeed. I am indeed. Because I was thinking it might be a little place to insert the fact that you are planning to use that marketplace to launch as well. I am, yeah. So we're actually going to be utilizing the technology and the legacy that uh, Metagloria are leaving behind them as well as creating a marketplace. Um, and, you know, we really do need a not only a NFT marketplace that's reliable, but understands the community and has the capacity to stay with the community and keep pushing in, in this new community. Because like you're saying, these kind of projects that were there before have more or less either moved on. Um, things aren't really worth it for them no more. It's kind of more or less dried up. So new projects, new blood and, you know, new ideas and stuff like that. And Metagloria are not only just thinking about themselves. I mean, at every turn they have just always thought about this community. How can we better the community? So they've seen that there is a problem and now they're providing a solution. And it's just amazing. And the kind of interoperability that they're going to be able to provide to different people, it's going to be groundbreaking. And you've got really trusted devs behind it. And the team are just absolutely amazing. I mean, I just can't say more good things about them with, you know, without seeming a bit weird. But I've worked with them from, from the very beginning. And it was not easy launching all the way back at the beginning i mean no one was interested and to see them where they are now the trailers and everything are above um linked and you know it's an exciting time to see that not only have they brought a marketplace right they brought a launch pad they're also providing a huge possible utility use case via that launch pad and marketplace and then also doing it with their metaverse as well and it, it, it has that really cool concept and the even better thing is it's it's a mobile phone game right so you can you can just literally play it wherever you are whatever you're doing you can be on a train somewhere you know catching the bus to work or 
taking your lunch break and you can quickly go on, have a little catch up with people and it's easy to jump in and out of. So, you know, we're lucky to have people building like this. So with the Mujis and the cacti and everything being tied into this metaverse, I honestly believe the future is really bright. And we've already had two two people come forward to us asking more or less how how can we launch on the launch pad. So it's looking really bright for, for the team there, I, I must admit. Yeah, awesome. I, I also, I guess I see it as, well, I, I think firstly, anyone who um, built so early on the Lunar Classic blockchain has to be respected for their their bravery and their risk, right? Because back then, we all had no idea it would work. Like when we started our, our validator in, in May, we just had an idea and we thought like this, this could be beautiful if it worked and we hope it will work. Um, but at the same time, like there was no guarantee at all. So for for Metaglory to come here and start building so early and invest so much time when they might not necessarily know if it will work or not, I think that's awesome. And I also think that um, it, it's also an interesting way of teaching people about the chain and how to interact with it and how to to come on chain. Because um, one of the interesting things about Luna Classic was that many of the people who invested uh, after the May crash were mainly retail investors who um, primarily just had their funds on centralized exchanges like Binance and so on. So then when the, the staking thing happened, we had to teach a lot of people about like, hey, you can come on chain. Like, how do you do that? Transfer your Luna Classic over to the chain. Here's how you stake. Um, and then uh, Metaglory, I suppose, have also expanded that. Like, you know, not only can you stake for money, but you can also use your rewards to buy NFTs to interact. And now you have the game and stuff. So it's like we're, I guess the, the beauty of it also is we're introducing people to DeFi. Right. We're allowing them to come on chain. We're showing them how to use um, these on chain wallets and we're allowing them to do different things with their funds um, and, and helping them explore this new Lunk ecosystem. So I think that's all pretty beautiful. Um, I, I guess the, the, the kind of uh, future thing I'd like to, to know about more is to hear you um, talk about the game, like, like your future vision. And then after that, we can talk about how these current NFT sets um, fit into that. Like so, so maybe you could describe um, how the game works, like what the vision for it is, and maybe what the timeline is as well. Uh, briefly, our game will combine uh, role play and uh, uh, player versus environment content. So uh, we plan to implement as much possible ways for people to interact with the game and with each other. Uh, they will be able uh, to uh, build their life in the game. Uh, Mm, beginning with the property, um, conducting their own business, their own work, uh, communicating with other players via different resources. Um, we try to build uh, real life, but in the game. And of course, uh, surrounded with uh, incredible Gloria environments. Uh, also regarding PV content, uh, we are now trying to implement uh, many different uh, options of uh, mm, of players' uh, interaction, uh, farming different resources, uh, fighting with uh, an, uh, with other players, and um, competing with uh, different monsters, and so on. So we try to uh, put as much different content in the game as possible for people always uh, to have different activities among them they can choose. And of yeah, course, but... very important, I, I'm so sorry for interrupting you, uh, very important thing that uh, I want to highlight is that uh, our game is called P2E game and the players will be able to earn aliency there, but uh, I want to especially say that our game is mostly about the game itself. So uh, the in-game economy is uh, well thought out and uh, all players um, will be able to earn there, uh, never mind if they invested in the game or not. But uh, the main thing is the game itself and uh, we are not here only about earning. I just, just wanted to add as well, uh, Lunkdao, about uh, Miata as well. They have plans to you know branch out and make it cross chain as well so that is definitely something that you're going to be very interested in i'm pretty sure um they can expand on that a little bit 
sure regarding the cross chain we also uh plan to put it not only in the game but also in my Eta marketplace so um, we all know that uh, it is really really important uh to communicate with other chains and to cooperate uh to develop and uh, currently uh we are working on the Mm, adding the uh, another blockchains uh, among LUNC in our game so that uh, users of another chains will be able also to play our game to buy NFTs and so on and regarding Mayeta we're all waiting for IBC launch and uh, we want to put there also other chains and to bring new users there also because it is important for people to see how users of another networks uh, how they mm, how they uh, work with such content, with games, with NFT and so on. We want to bring new artists, new game developers and so on. Yeah, awesome. Um, one thing that could be good right now is to, maybe you could put, um, if you haven't already, oh, is that the, one sec. I'm just wondering if we've got at the top of the space, if you put a video of the game. Because that could be really oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, the trailer's up there. The trailer's up there. I've got all of it. It's on the second one um, from the left-hand side. Got it. Got it. Your, your, I just noticed your, the first tweet up there has been deleted, it says, when you click on it. Uh, I think it's working. But yeah, looks awesome. I think people have a much better idea when they actually look at it. Um, it, looks, it looks really, really good um okay so so next thought is you've launched your marketplace miata um just today or yesterday and um you've also launched your your nft set with the mujis and the eggs now i'm wondering what is the the relationship of the nfts to the game like if i buy one now um what do i get to do in the game like uh, presumably i need it to play the game but like um what does the specific thing i mint uh affect my in-game in-game play like um how does it affect what happens afterwards if i mint it now the main idea is that uh, all these nfts both the first collection cacti and the muji collection uh they will be um like um, nft keys to the game so that uh, holders will be able to enter the game and uh, use their nft instead of login and password uh, this ensures uh, the security uh, because uh, users uh, should not worry about uh, losing their password and losing their account as well uh, they will be able uh, to connect all their in-game achievements all their uh, in-game stuff they bought or um, or received in the game in another way uh, all this will be connected with the nft and uh, so that uh people will also be able uh, to receive additional revenue because uh, uh, when you buy an NFT, uh, you can not invest in the game uh, just to play and to develop your account. And later, uh, when the user um, want to uh, sell his NFT, uh, he will be able uh, to evaluate it as its real actual worth because all game achievements are connected with this NFT. Uh, which I also want to highlight that when people will sell their NFT, they should also remember that they sell all their game achievements uh, they can sell it higher and then bought another nft with a zero account level and to start from the very beginning so that's uh, like um, one of the options to gain profit awesome um the other question i suppose is, is the i remember the original um cacti set you launched right at the beginning um i remember getting a free cacti myself which is very generous of you um, I'm wondering what's the what's the relationship of, of that original NFT set to this game as well? Like, is there a what's what's the role? Is it similar to the Muji's or is it different? Like, um, how is it related? Technically, it is similar as the Muji. And uh, regarding Cacti itself, um, we have a separate comic book uh, which tells the story of both Cacti and Muji characters. Uh, so uh, we'll continue this comic book for people just to know the story of all these characters and the glory inhabitants, the planet itself, and uh, how these uh, characters actually uh, appeared on our planet and uh, what they will do next, how they communicate with each other, and so on. So this is just a separate story uh, for people to know a little bit 
bit more about the characters and why we actually uh, made our NFT collection to look this way. But technically, it will work uh, similar as Moody collection. All holders of both collections will be able to enter the game. That's it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. How about uh, we just, I, I kind of saw this as like, okay, I'm going to start the space and ask general questions, but then maybe Happy Craddy and Classy and Ivan and others can, can step in and ask whatever they're curious about. So maybe Ivan, go ahead. If you give me about five minutes here, Coach, uh, I'll be able to get back with you. I'm driving down yeah, the no freeway, problem. and uh, I'll pull over and uh, talk then. No problem. I was uh, tricked by your hand. But yeah, Classy or Happy Caddy, if you've got any questions, go ahead. Yeah, sure. I'll go ahead and speak here. So I, I've got a crypto gaming channel, and you know, a, a big narrative in the crypto gaming space right now it is a shift to more sustainable economies in the play and own space, right? And, you know, I, I think it's pretty awesome that you guys are doing uh, your your NFTs in the sense that they actually advance and their metadata changes based on, you know, the progress you make in your game. I think that's like a pretty unique idea. And, uh, you know, I, I will give you that. Um, I, I've got to ask, though, I mean, the sustainability of your economy. This Silk token came out on Gala Games. It was on Spider Tanks, right? And they base the rewards on the nfts um pretty much off of the volume on their marketplace right do you think that something similar is going to end up happening with your nfts or is there going to be a bigger barrier to entry because i saw on your website uh that you were giving ten thousand of these like tickets uh, are those like entries to the game could you maybe elaborate on that Regarding 10,000 tickets and uh, all the collections we are launching right now, uh, this is a, a source for uh, raising funds for better developing the game. Uh, but regarding the game economy, it will not depend on NFT sales, uh, primary or secondary sales. Uh, all the game economy is mentioned in our white paper. Uh, we uh, have it on, on our website, I suppose, and uh, in Twitter also, you can check it. Uh, so game economy will not uh, depend on NFT sales. We are right now uh, doing it to uh, raise funds for further development. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you guys have like a, a number that you need to raise and you know how much you've raised so far? Mm, I'm not sure that uh, this is a proper question uh, regarding how much we need. <laughs> but uh, we currently uh, sold for the first meeting day 10% of the uh, Muji collection and that's pretty good, I think. Awesome. Um, I'm just on your website now, like having a look around. I haven't minted one yet, but I'm I'm looking at the the normal egg and the alien egg, and I'm wondering like wh why should I mint an alien egg or a normal egg? Like what's what's the difference here? Uh, the difference is um, for those who um, seeking for uh, having something uh, special, uh, we offered a rare alien egg and uh, users who mean especially this NFT uh, will be uh, sure that uh, they will definitely receive at least uncommon rarity class of NFT and like uncommon then... Uh, Mm, epic, uh, legendary, and so on. So uh, if you buy especially this NFT, you will definitely not receive common NFT. And uh, for those uh, who are okay with it, they can mint common NFT. Of course, uh, they are also able to uh, receive some unique, like legendary, for example, rarity class, but uh, the chance is lower and it all depends on, on their luck. Awesome. Um, happy Caddy, any, any curiosities or Mazal? Yeah, so the cacti holders, I I might be wrong here, but I did I read somewhere that there will be getting an airdrop in the future? Uh, yes, we plan to make an airdrop uh, for all cacti holders because we uh, we weren't sure that we will be able to transfer our NFTs. But as far as uh, Thanks to our developer, uh, we are now able uh, to uh, swap all the Cacti NFTs from Telis to our marketplace. Uh, we provided this feature and uh, as far as we promised it, uh, we will 
give uh, additional perks to all Cacti holders, but uh, currently we're not talking about the airdrop as far as uh, they anyway uh, still have their Cacti on our marketplace. The main idea of that airdrop uh, was to um, give people an opportunity to have a Cacti on our platform because uh, we we didn't know that we will be able to um, to move them from Talis. And uh, for our secure and for user secure, we want all the NFTs that are uh, keys to the game uh, for them to be on our own platform. It is just important for us, uh, for future uh, game security. Hey, so yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. No, 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 you first, you first. You know, I was just going to just uh, jump in for a minute and uh, say hello. First of all, uh, it's really nice to see Straith here because um, it's really late by him and uh, he wasn't sure he was going to make it today. So glad Straith is here. He's actually on Happy's uh, team and uh, he's now on the Metagloria team. So he's a bit of celebrity himself in the Luna Classic uh, community. Um, I would just say Lunkdao basically... Um, you know, uh, describe me at the beginning of, uh, you know, my journey here, you know, we were all kind of um, fascinated by the crash, uh, you know, the, the Luna Classic crash. And I mean, now in recent developments, it's not as fantastic as we once thought it would be, but that's besides the point. And there were all kinds of projects that were talking about, you know, developing around Luna Classic. And, you know, they were all like, you know, working on other chains and trying to find a way to ride the Luna Classic hype by doing something, you know, using the name, but not really building on the chain, building on other chains. And Metagloria came along and said, you know what, I mean, we don't know how this is going to work out, but we're going to go ahead. We're going to be on the Luna Classic chain. And that's what really kind of drew me into it. I'd never bought an NFT before myself, but I said, hey, I'm you know, going to go with these guys. And they had some difficulty, of course. I don't know if everyone knows, but the team is from Ukraine. So in the background of all this, there have been rolling blackouts that the team has been dealing with and you know, air raids and all kinds of craziness. But uh, they've come through and they've delivered. The art is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I don't know uh, who the artists are behind the scenes, but really putting out great stuff. Um, you know, the game map, the gameplay, uh, the team has been really responsive, really delivered and everything they said. I'm just really excited to uh, to to see that, to participate in the gameplay when it comes out. But I was also one of those people. I never had any experience with NFTs, uh, you know, moving it around between wallets and all that kind of stuff. I've gotten a, a lot of an education just being a part of this process. So you were right on about that. Awesome. Was that you finishing? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, is someone going to pick that up, or are we just all going to sit here and just? Oh, no, I wasn't sure if I had my phone <laughs> So, a good thing to point out from this project and the marketplace and the launch pad is the fact that it's going to be bringing Luna Classic that's not already on the chain to the chain okay it's going to be creating more transactions on the chain which means each one of those transactions are going to create a burn event the more of this we can create the better because what we need to aim to do is to buy buy back and burn as many coins as we can in a sense and if we can do that by you know bringing more coins to the blockchain then that's a good thing and and that's the kind of way to approach things i think and you know, the more projects that get on board, the more we support them and the more people see, well, this little project started out, you know, in the capitulation event and now they're really making headway. They're getting support from the community. We're going to show other projects on the outside that, hey, you know, I'll go and build there because maybe I've got a better shot than going and building on you know, some other blockchain where the community are not really that kind of look at the community right now with the crash that's going on and the way they're reacting compared to the way that we reacted lunked out. That's me. I finished talking. We should have like a microphone, like a walkie talkie noise. You got to say over and out when you're done there, happy. Over and out. Right. Ivan, it's your turn. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Meta, I, I, I had a question for you, more so for the community. 
Um, so you guys got that launch pad. Um, you know, what is uh, the cost to launch on your launch pad? And also, uh, what utilities are able to launch off of your launch pad? Hello. Uh, so uh, the cost is 2.5% uh, for primary sales and 0.5% uh, for secondary sales. Uh, we researched uh, different marketplaces, both on LNC chain and on other chains. And uh, I personally, as a founder of NFT project, I understand how important it is to launch uh, your project uh, with uh, loyal fees because it, re it uh, really affects the further project economy uh, so in my opinion our fees are more than loyal and uh Regarding the utility we provide, uh, we actually provide the possibility to launch your collection without any difficulties with uh, um, with um, loyal commissions, and we will assist from our side as much as it is possible uh, for projects to be able to develop on LNT chain. I, uh, I I guess I'll ask uh, you know my second question again is. Um, what utilities, like, uh, can you only launch, launch a game off of your launch pad? Can you launch a, a DAP? Um, can you, I, I mean, what all can you launch off of your launch pad? I'm sorry, perhaps I didn't understand your question. Uh, are you speaking about uh, Mayeta or about Metagloria at all, about projects we are planning to launch? You uh, stated earlier that, uh, you know, you built a launch pad for anyone to launch on. Um, understood, understood. Uh, so uh, we built a marketplace uh, that includes launchpad feature. So any project can uh, come to us uh, for launching their collection. Uh, they can launch it as a primary minting for users and uh, then use it uh, for secondary markets. So uh, holders will be able to buy, sell, send each other NFTs and so on. So our marketplace is about NFTs. Okay, so that'll be uh, NFTs only. They won't be able to launch DApps or uh, anything within that relevance um, on your launch pad, correct? Mm, for now, uh, we cannot provide the possibility uh, to assist in launching uh, decentralized DApps, for example. Uh, we're speaking only about NFTs, yes. Okay. Yeah, I was just asking for the community in case, uh, you know, anybody, um, you know, outside of that uh, might, you know, not know, um, you know, it was an informative question. So, uh, all right. Uh, thank you very much for your time. I, I appreciate it very much. Very cool. Just a, a general question. So uh, let's say there's an artist out there, somebody making a NFT set, or maybe they want to make a, an NFT set as a key to something else, like another game or whatever. Um, why would they want to choose your marketplace? Why would they want to launch on Miata? Um, like what's, what's the advantages? And maybe what's the, the advantages on the secondary market as well when they're trading it? As I mentioned, I proudly can say that for now, Maeta will be the best option to launch the NFT collection as far as uh, we are perhaps the only marketplace that supports all devices, uh, Chrome extension and uh, mobile Terra Station app. Uh, we have uh, more loyal fees than other marketplaces and uh, we'll provide assistance that some other marketplaces unfortunately cannot provide. So we're always open to any discussion and we are always welcoming all the projects to launch with us. We will We'll do our best to help in it. Uh, the main feature, I think, is that uh, 
Mm, future buyers will be able to see their NFTs in Terra Station, uh, which is also not supported on other marketplaces. Uh, they will be able to connect from any device and uh, they will be able to um, have a quality experience with the loyal commissions. Wonderful. Uh, do you speak the same language? Or is that just uh, something you don't understand? <laughs> well, <laughs> there was no response from Metagloria. So, uh, but yeah, if we have. Um, I've got like fifteen minutes until another meeting. So, if anyone would like to come up and ask questions um, about the the marketplace, the upcoming NFT set, or the game, please, please go ahead. Maybe start with you, Brandon. Hey, hello, guys. Thank you, though. Give me space to speak. Thank you, thank you for all. Uh, I want to ask for um, marketplace about the marketplace. Is it for free to join your marketplace or some fees? This this is the first question, and the second question I see the I see uh, now in your website. Uh, I I think only have your own NFT. Yeah? This is my second question. Understood. Thank you. Uh, so um, about uh, launching your own collection, uh, to launch it, uh, you don't have to pay anything, but uh, Marketplace will take uh, fees from the primary sales, meaning 2.5% uh, and 0.5% uh, for all secondary sales of your collection. And uh, for now, yes, uh, we launched our Marketplace only yesterday and uh, Metagloria, uh, Moody NFTs uh, were the first collection launched there, but uh, soon we will launch also the collection of Happy Cutty Crypto NFTs. And uh, further, uh, we plan to engage more users to our platform. Thank you, thank you. And my last question about the is it launched from the smart contract or from the like uh, uh, upcoming NFT, like uh, the website? How, how can you provide how can you provide the NFT launch for your website? Mm, I think I understood your question. Uh, so uh, from projects, uh, we will require uh, all images that they uh, plan to convert to NFTs and all uh, metadata, and it is launched using smart contracts. Okay, I got it. I got it. Thank you. I've got a uh, question in DMs here. Um, I'm not a I'm not a play to earn specialist. I, I knew about Axie and a few other things, but the person has asked a uh, question for Metagloria. This is nobody from India. <laughs> He's typing to me now. He says, um, "What makes the Metagloria Metaverse um, better or different than the others? Like compared to Decentraland or the Ape Metaverse or whatever else is coming out um, or is already out? What what makes you unique or different in some way?" First of all, I would like to mention that uh, all metaverses uh, like Decentraland, for example, are only about uh, role-play content for now. So uh, they provide uh, for their users a possibility to interact with each other. So it's so-called uh, virtual place where uh, people can work and uh, can just do their business. And um, our game will combine uh, this feature, role-play content, and uh, actual gaming content, PV and PvP. And uh, also, I would like to mention that uh, um, unlike uh, some other um, metaverses, our game uh, will be um, like... Uh, as far as we are about uh, another planet, our characters are about another planet, our game uh, will have a fully unique uh, environment and uh, fully unique, uh, colorful world. But that's, uh, that's, I think, not about the features, just, uh, just some details. Uh, the main idea is that we combine uh, metaverse uh, content and uh, roleplay gameplay, we combine it with uh, PV and PvP. Go ahead, uh, my friend Chugaboom. Hey there. Uh, thanks for letting me talk. Uh, so obviously I've come from crypto. It's pretty much P2E is where I started in crypto. And there's a there's a big thing about P2E games. And there's, there's two things I'm going to ask you. 
what makes your tokenomics so robust uh, in the sense of if you're minting 10,000 NFTs every week, sorry, every month, the first of every month, I think that's what was read on the website. Then um, if you have... Hello, people, how are you guys? How are you fine, everyone? I mean, I was talking, but okay, never mind. Um, usually in socialization, we wait for people to speak. I have one. Carry on, Chuck. I have one question for. Uh... Yeah, carry on, Chuck. Oh, sorry, I was saying I was muted by the host. Still, all right. So back to what I was saying. There's two things that I found in P2E games that can make or break them. The first I'm going to ask about is the tokenomics behind it. Like, yeah, if you're minting ten thousand NFTs and they do sell out consistently. Uh, uh, a month and then you've got a hundred thousand players farming the economy what's to stop the bigger guilds from just you know literally coming up stacking up all the money and continuously crashing the market whilst you know still organizing this sort of thing because that's what guilds do they there's nothing bad about them but they they exploit the tokenomics of most nft games uh, the second thing is what do, do, do we have to play the game uh, are you going to have a scholar owner sort of system where like uh bruce said or longdale said uh the you know Axie Online sort of system or Pegaxie or so what, what are the two plans for your tokenomics to make sure that it's not going to be abused by, you know, the much bigger shareholders that can come in and just like, you know, ransack all the NFTs. And obviously, how are you going to allow for, say, like Filipinos that want to play the game to earn money, but they can't afford the NFT themselves. And that's just an example because it's, you know, P2 is very big in the Philippines uh, and, you know, make money like that. If I haven't made it clear, let me know. Sorry, because I know sometimes I ramble on. Thank you for your question. Uh, I apologize uh, for everyone, but uh, regarding tokenomics, uh, we actually have detailed tokenomics in our white paper, and uh, I think it is better to read it and to see it because uh, we provided it with uh, all the details uh, as possible for people to understand it. And uh, if I will try to explain it here, I'm not sure that you will understand it and that other will understand it. So everyone who are interested in our tokenomics, uh, I invite you to check our white paper. All this information is provided as detailed as possible for everyone to understand it. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no worries. And the second question was just more or so about the scholarship, scholarship system. So uh, obviously a lot of P2E, P2E games rely on scholars because I'll be realistic, uh, you know, I, I don't have time to grind a game consistently. And I know that's obviously no one else's fault, but that's where the scholars come into play. So you would give them, say, a split of, I mean, if, if it's an RPG game and you're going out and killing monsters, they would get the drops, whereas obviously the metadata and the NFT itself would go up in price sort of thing, because obviously, you know, the, the levels or however it's going to run goes. So do you have a scholarship system in place or will you have to have an NFT to play the game? Um, everyone will have to have an NFT to uh, play the game. If if I understood you right, can you can you please repeat um, what exactly you mean? Yeah, I'll give you an example. So uh, games like Axie Online, they rely on the scholarship and owner of the NFT. So what the owner would do is they would invoke a smart contract to basically rent out this uh, their, their NFT so that someone can play the game for them. And the owner would get a split of the profits or the owner would get all the profits, but there would be an agreement in the small contract. I just no, uh, no. Our game is built in completely different ways, so uh, there will be nothing comparing with uh, with uh, this type of uh, game. Okay, thanks. For, let me know. I'll drop down. Awesome. Go ahead, uh, Texas. Yes. Um, will there be any safeguards regarding minors? And, and when I say minors, I mean people under the age of 18, not people who are trying to accumulate crypto. And will there be any um, anything that will require um, knowing your consumer? So like if you make a certain amount of this token that you have to eventually um, get a W, whatever, you know, any form of that fashion. Of course, of course. Right now, uh, we are working on KYC systems. So, uh, of course, it will be implemented. And uh, we are actually aware of uh, such situations uh, where we will have uh, problems uh, due to um, not uh, uh, liable uh, people entering our games. So, uh, we are currently working on it. 
will there be an active moderation through your metaverse? Will there be like quote unquote police officers or moderators that kind of interject risky conversations? Of course, of course, uh, as in uh, role-play games that currently exist, uh, there uh, there will be not the police officers as well as our game is uh, in in a little bit different style, but uh, there will be uh, players that have a special role in the game that control uh, conversations uh, to uh, check some uh, suspicious topics and so on, of course. For example, uh, for example, we can uh, take um, GTE, GTE, some multiplayer uh, as a game where uh, police officers uh, actually check all the actions that happen in the game to uh, to avoid uh, some um, some bad situations. May I suggest that not all of your moderators or police officers in the game are. Uh, transparent and that you keep some undercover people so you can monitor without everyone knowing that they're a police officer because when people uh, know a cop is right behind them they'll drive slow but as soon as that cop goes away they'll be a bad actor and that uh, you need to keep some of these uh, you know safeguards constantly running in the background in the foreground so people know that the game is safe I will take it into account. Thanks a lot, and uh, we will consider it uh, to um, to make it uh, as good as possible uh, for all people to be uh, under slight control to uh, avoid some situations like this. Thank you. It's, it's awesome. that privacy. Oh, I'm sorry. One last thing, if that's okay. It's like that privacy versus security. Like I, I would prefer you know a Web three that was you know, 18 and plus, just so I don't have to hear these horror stories of minors getting, you know, catfished, abducted, or even giving their parents crypto away, because I've heard stories of that. Thank you. Uh, I'll step down as a listener. Thank you. Appreciate your your warning. These things are dangerous, but I'm sure they're doing their best. Um, yeah, Metaglory, I only have uh, like two minutes before another call, but maybe to end with, you could just give everyone here um, a, a final reason or a pitch of, of why they should buy one of your, your eggs, um, an emoji, and, and get involved, like why it's important to do it now. Mm, emoji collection will be the uh, last collection that we released before beta version. So uh, all holders of Cacti and Muji will be able to enter the beta and uh, they will be the first users who can uh, experience the gameplay and to uh, discover the world of Metagloria. So uh, if someone wants to uh, discover our project and to join our project from the very, very beginning, it's the best time to do it. Awesome. And I'm on your site as well. I noticed that the, the alien egg, there's 172 out of 500 minted. So it's going very fast considering that they only just um, released yesterday. The other thing as well is that, you know, it's not just about, sorry, let me turn my beeping off. Um, it's not just about, you know, Metagloria or this NFT set. It's about supporting the Lunar Classic community as a whole. We absolutely must support people who build here. Um, and Metagloria were you know, they're not just building something amazing, but they're also one of the first people here. They took the risk, you know, right at the beginning when there was a high risk of none of this happening. You know, there were no guarantees here. Metagloria stepped up and they built their product um, and they've, they've turned out to, to build something really incredible and taken a lot of feedback from the community, carried on building more and more and more. They have the marketplace now and it's not just for them, but it's also going to help everyone else in the ecosystem. You know, if you have an NFT set, Happy Caddy talked about his. Um, if you have a project or an NFT set to launch, you're going to be able to use those same tools. So they're both um, doing their own thing, but also making it much easier for everyone else. And I think um, a, a purchase of the, the Muji or the eggs isn't just about playing the game. It's about supporting Luna Classic as a whole. It's about supporting builders. It's about helping this, this thrive in future. It's about allowing the builders to stay on the chain and be able to invest in future projects and stuff like that. So it's not just about this specific thing or the game, it's about Luna Classic as a whole. So I think it's a wonderful thing to, to invest in, to get involved in and to support. Yeah. Thank Any you. Thank 
so so much i really appreciate it and uh, i really hope that uh, together with such united with such strong community community we will be able to uh, develop and to raise alien teaching awesome thank you very much to the co-host mr classy and medigloria and xerox ears and happy catty and mazal and uh, and everyone else who spoke thank you very much and look forward to talking to you again Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Metagloria Miata Marketplace launch hosted by LunkDAO, Classy Crypto, and Happy Caddy Crypto. Recorded on Monday, November 14th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal at the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murky Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. In the middle men, listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Channel Spaces